0: radio for a really great future we're talking real money hi again don here i need you to bear with me today because i am going to embark on an episode of debunkery i'm really going to get into a an in-depth analysis of a new exchange traded fund that a listener brought to our attention and um wow, if this fund could do what it claims to do, it would be almost magical. And I'm very skeptical of almost magical. You know that, right? Well, the fund is called the Strategy Shares NASDAQ 7 H-A-N-D-L Handle Index ETF. What is that, you ask? (laughs) Well, a couple of pseudo-academics created a study that they claim shows that you could create a diversified portfolio of stocks and bonds and practically, practically, I gotta gotta use wiggle words in here, practically guarantee a 7% fixed annual distribution rate from your portfolio. Doesn't that sound loverly? Wouldn't it be loverly? But we have an environment in which interest rates are really, really low, really low. And the stock market has the potential to do... Seven or eight or nine or even 10% per year, potentially. But it's going to do it with a lot of scariness and volatility that most people can't handle. <laughs> playing off the name. So what I did was I looked at the actual fund because the theory be damned, you know, they were looking backward and backward doesn't really tell you what the future is going to hold, particularly when you're looking at historic bond yields in a period where bonds have been steadily rising for decades because interest rates have been steadily falling. We're at a problematic point for bonds, which is why we don't want you to look at bonds as a place to make money it's a place to protect money i don't expect that your total return going forward from for bonds is going to be much better than one or two percent total return from high quality intermediate term bonds that's because interest rates are low and i did the numbers if you have a 10-year treasury that's yielding one and a half percent right, or a 10-year bond of any kind that's yielding one and a half percent right now and over that period of time interest rates go to zero well you get your one percent and you're going to get about an additional one percent from the effect of falling interest rates that's all over 10 years that's it one maybe one and a half so i am going to go through these guys portfolio with you The ticker symbol for this ETF is HNDL. And I pulled it up on Morningstar. I'm going to pull it up again because I have their explainer sheet up now. HNDL on Morningstar. And we start with the very, very scary expense ratio. Because this is an actively managed ETF. They're trying to... They claim they're they're using the efficient market theory, but they're really not if they're actively managing the thing. So they charge, their their fee is 1.35, but they're waiving some of their fees, so they're only charging 1.2% per year. For an ETF, that's outrageous. And this ETF is an ETF of ETFs. Their portfolio, as of the beginning of June, consisted of The Schwab U.S. Aggregate Bond ETF, pretty high-quality bond fund. Vanguard Total Bond Market ETF, pretty good bond fund. The Spider Portfolio Aggregate Bond Fund, pretty good bond fund. Vanguard Intermediate Term Corporate Bond Fund, pretty good bond fund. And the Hartford Total Return Bond, which is a little riskier, a little slightly higher yield. Uh, Some municipal bond funds, preferred ETFs, and some stock funds. So, where does that take us? Well, I went through the portfolio, and as of the 1st of June... 21% 21% of the portfolio, almost 21%, is in stocks because they're going for the higher return of the stock market. So we're going we're gonna to write that down, 21% in stocks. Fixed income, that's the bond portion of the portfolio, is about 57%. 57% in bonds. Okay, got that. And then they have over 15% in cash. Wait, 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 wait. Why would they do that? Well, I guess, one, it guarantees that no matter what happens, for a couple of years, they can pay out that 7% return they promised, because that's right now what the the uh, return is. The 12-month yield is 7% for this fund, 7.04. But let's go back to the portfolio for a minute, because I went through every ETF in the portfolio. And of that 57% that's in bonds, this is very important, the average taxable equivalent yield is right around one and a half percent a year okay so the fund yields one and a half percent a year uh it's unlikely it's going to yield a lot more than that going forward unless interest rates go up which will cause the bonds to go down so let's just say one and a half let's see the 15 16 percent in cash that earns zero so we're still at 57 70 some odd percent of the portfolio That, uh, oh wait, 73% of the portfolio uh, yielding now an average of 1.1% when you throw the cash in, 1.1%. Now, how about stocks? Well, with 20% of the portfolio, 21% in stocks, let's say you earn 10% per year on average. You're doing very well with your stock portion. So what's that average out? to with just 20% in the portfolio. That's 2%. So we have 2% plus 1.1%. That is a net, or a gross actually, of 3.1% per year. Okay, let's say interest rates go to zero and they hold all those bonds. So that means maybe they can add another 1% to that. And that's assuming stocks go up 10% per year. Hmm. So now we're at 4.1%. Oh, wait, but we've got to deduct their fees of 1.2% per year. And that brings us down to 2.9% per year. Does anybody see the problem with a 7% guaranteed payout? Where's the other 4% coming from out of your principal? That's how annuities work. Basically, this is no different than an annuity that is going to draw down, on average, about 4% of your principal every year. It's going to be a self-liquidating asset. No two ways around it. There's no way around it. It's impossible. It's impossible for this thing to yield that 7%. This is the game of sleight of hand that so many play when they say, "Oh yeah, I can get you a 7% return on your money." Insurance companies used to say this. They don't say it much anymore because they know the reality is much lower than that going forward for now. But these guys are doing it, and I think it's massively disingenuous. It is a sales pitch And nothing but a sales pitch. It is horribly misleading. And if you read their prospectus and their disclosure documents, you'll find that they say, we really can't guarantee we're going to do any of this. And the risk, well, the risk can be really, really high. And the costs are really, really high. 1.2% for an ETF, high, high, high. This fund group manages another fund that I looked up, <laughs> the actively managed fund. I would avoid anything from this company. Its, uh, its ticker is Romo. Get this name Strategy Shares Newfound Resolve Robust Momentum ETF. That is a heck of a mouthful. And if you look up Romo, you'll find it hasn't been around for very long. In fact, it's just started the end of last year. And it had a little growth spurt at the end of 2019. Now, they're supposed to be trying to time the market. Well, they're really trying to hedge the market and, and try to be in when it's going to go up and be down when it's going to go down and all that kind of neato Okino stuff that everybody claims they can do. Uh, this fund has, year to date, lost 17.5%. Uh, it's a very complicated portfolio of ETFs with an expense ratio that can go as high as 1.35, although they're eating some of that right now and only charging 0.87% or 90 basis points. That's still a lot. That's still a lot. And if they're trying to hedge the market, you know, for good times and bad, that kind of thing, well, I thought maybe let's compare year to date with a 60-40 portfolio, 60% in the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, and 40% in the Vanguard Total Bond Market Index. Year to date, those two funds combined in a, in a nice hedging strategy. You own stocks and bonds, you know, you, you don't actively manage it, you just kind of own them both, and you pay very, very, very little for it. If you had those two, your year-to-date return for that combination, 60-40, would have been a negative 2.2%, or about A negative 15% better. And you did it without anything complicated or expensive. This is why I am so, so reluctant to suggest anything fancy, anything complicated. Because investing is not supposed to be complicated. It's not supposed to be expensive. The only people who win when it's complicated and expensive are people like the people who created these funds, not you. Steer clear. Keep it simple. Keep listening to us. Oh, and by the way, if you'd like to attend a class next week on avoiding bad brokers, uh, we're doing it on June 10th at, uh, let's see, 11 a.m. Eastern and if you're listening and this is, you know, you're listening after June 10th, well check there maybe something else there. Go to talkingrealmoney.com/ or just go to the event button and check it out. Also, and I'm reminding everyone that you can get my book which is all about simplifying investing. Uh, some people have said it's too simplistic. Yeah, it's too simplistic because investing is simple. What they're proposing and they're uh, presenting is not it's complicated and it's not really investing it's called financial physics i rewrote it in 2018 there is a, a really cool interactive version available for free at apple books the apple bookstore for those of you with apple devices and if you don't have an apple device you can go get a pdf at talkingrealmoney.com slash free talking slash free um and uh let's see is there anything else i need to tell you no but please steer clear of anything That makes an outrageous promise. If anybody anywhere says they can get you a return that's higher than what you know you can get safely, one and a half, two percent, then you must know there's some sort of risk involved. And if they claim there is none, then I guarantee you they are lying. And remember, people lie. Even the ones that seem oh so nice, they lie. And these guys, I think, what it comes right down to it, they're basically telling a lie based on past performance, but the future can't support that, as I think I showed you. Thanks for being there. Also, by the way, I forgot send your questions in. Love to answer your questions. We'll get a bunch of them on Friday's podcast, the weekend podcast. So you can call them in to eight five five nine three five talk and just leave a message with your question, as much detail as you want to leave, or Type it in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Click the contact form and send that to me. And Friday will be mostly questions. A little bit of something else, but mostly questions. Eight five five nine three five 935 talk or TalkingRealMoney.com, the contact form. And thanks for listening. Thanks very much. I really appreciate you being there. I'm Don McDonald. Talking Real Money. programs that say something similar, Talking Row Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.